Hello and welcome to Too Fast, Too Forever. There's all kinds of family, we chose this one. This is episode 260, Too Fast, Too Furious, Lap 12. I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe Two, and this episode is brought to you by the refreshed 2023 Nissan Leaf. Zero gas, all thrill. Well, shout out to the Nissan Leaf and shout out to... Cassie Wilson, Ben Milliman, Nick Burris, Alex Ooh. Ellen, and Justin Kleiman, Brian Rodriguez of Giant Justin Kleiman. Let me make sure I get his name right. I butchered that terribly. Brian Rodriguez of Ooh. High School Slumber Party. <laughs> Haley Gerbys, Wes Hampton, Jerry Robinson, Dan the Duke, Hayden Renato, D. Donato, Michael McGann, Lane Middleton, Lindsay Lewandowski, Nate Milton of the Kings of Sport, Jason Rainey, Ooh. Tom Price, and someone by the name of Jessica Collins, aka Montez. Thank you all so much for supporting us, the $5 a month level or above. And that was a Montez. mouthful, dude. That that was like a long list there. <sighs> it's a long list. I, it was um, good. Don't, don't I still, sigh about I that, man. That was good. I don't know when to do it anymore. I also feel like... Mix it up. Put it somewhere else. Put a gig. Have some fun with it. It's... I do two two quick updates before we get into this episode. Number one, the last episode, you were like, "What's that episode of Seinfeld?" The turn of the episode of Seinfeld was the movie Yes Man, yes. starring Jim Carrey. <laughs> True, yeah. So not that. And also, I will say that last minute, you were like, "Yep, definitely the woman in the in the in the trailer park. That's definitely her in the house." And it's not her. It's it's a different woman altogether. So it is. Yes. Okay. Whoa. Oh, fair. I mean, you know, if you're trying to dress like a Florida lady. They both looked very much like the same Florida lady. So they, the costume designer needs the most co- hair and makeup and costume deserve the most credit for that one. You know how like in in, in a later movie that I'm not going to spoil for Montez, someone says numbers is what you do, right? Like there's okay. a thing like that. Like yeah. costumes is what I do. <laughs> okay. You have face blind. Don't give me this hair blindness. No, no, no. It's not hair. hair the bl- back of her. I'm saying this was, I knew this. Like, I, I stared at this woman for a while, writing down every little bit of her. And you're like, nope, same person. I was just like, okay. That's I don't fair. Think so. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. It's I think you right. even said, I guarantee it. And I was like, okay. Okay. With us tonight to talk about Too Fast, Too Furious, and hopefully uh, a movie that we will hopefully all pick the most Dom moment from a, a moment that actually happens in this movie. We have the final name on that list, Jessica Collins, a.k.a. Montez. Hello, Montez. What's up, gentlemen? I've got my snacks. The top of my notes say, too fast, snacks. Perfect. Are you hungry, I'm hungry. I'm ready to go. So now this is a movie you had seen before. That is correct, right? Yeah. You know, this movie, it's kind of like Cars 2. It didn't actually happen. Oh, Okay. So you know, your your little guy loves cars. Does he love all of the cars? Is there one or more movies in particular that he loves? Because I know we've talked about cars. We talked about cars last episode, but we like what cars. specifically cars franchises does he love? Cars one and cars three. We tried okay. cars two and uh he, much like everyone else in the world, was not about it. Okay. But Cruz Ramirez, pretty solid addition in Cars Three. Oh yeah, most definitely. Christelle Alonzo is pretty great. Um, yeah, Cars 2 is not. It's like a James Bond kind of parody with Michael Keane in there. And, and Larry the Cable Guy is kind of James Bond. And like, it's exactly what that sounds like. So, yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. Okay. So, you had seen this before. You said it didn't happen. I know that you watched this. Did you? Okay. So, I know that when you visited your cousin a couple weeks ago, you guys watched it then for some reason. Did you watch it again this week to refresh? Or was that is that recent viewing a couple weeks ago carrying you over here? Because it was burning your brain with good good memories and good thoughts. That was more than enough. Okay. 
Uh, he actually, I was actually just talking to him about it a, a few minutes ago, and he said, you really should have rewatched this. And I said, who else am I going to sit and hate watch this with while drinking hate wine and, wow. and wow. snacks? Yeah. You know, I, I know I said Tokyo Drift was my least favorite, but I don't know. I think the fact that I completely forgot about this one, maybe this one's my least favorite. Well, I will say this is my least favorite of the 10. Like, this is the one that I like the least. I still like Ooh. it a lot. I still, you know, dare, dare I say it's a perfect film, but I, it's my least favorite of the 10. But is this one that you saw originally in theaters? Or do you remember where or when you saw this for the first time? I mean, I probably saw this in theaters, yeah. Okay. We were okay. talking about this earlier. You know, I have we have a pretty solid discount theater here. And, uh... It used to be 50 Cent Tuesdays. Wait, have you Ooh. always lived in that area? Yeah, okay. sadly. Okay. <laughs> always haunted by the church on the hill. Ugh. Yeah, I remember uh, our mutual friend who we met uh, via would talk about that second run theater, I think, as well. I think that's just like, I guess when you live where you live, it's like, okay, we're going to go see a cheap movie tonight because that's that's yeah. what they're, it's, it's that and Jesus. It, yep, and I'm picking movies every time. It's really funny because as I was, I mean, we've been doing the minute, right? And we're like more than halfway through the movie. And this is like, you know, the first time we're watching it for this lap. And I was thinking as I was watching it today, I was like, wow, it's the more I watch this movie, the more I like it. And I was like, really? really? Yeah, I was like really enjoying it this time. Because like we've been like breaking down the little bits of like, like I was at the scene where like, where Roman like confesses or like tells Brian, like, look. Like, I know I was blaming you, but, like... On the bridge. The bridge yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was my fault. And I was, like... There's, like, a lot of stuff that, like, on the surface as I was watching this movie for, like, a while until we were doing the minute that I wasn't, like... Not that there's a ton of depth here, but there was a little bit more depth than I realized. And when I was, like, watching, I was, like, oh, cool. That's pretty ni- nice. I like that. And um, so I was really enjoying it this time. So that, that's why I was, like, talking about her hate watching and just giggling. I will say along those similar lines, there is excitement, and we've talked about this before. When we got when when I started watching the part of the movie past where we are in the minutes, I was like, "Ooh, I don't know this as well." But like the closer we get to that like seventy five or seventy six minute mark where we are in the minute, yes. I'm like, "Okay, I as we get closer, I know all of this way too well." Yes, and then once we're at a certain point, I'm just like, "All right, now I just know I know this one normal now. I don't know it like minutely. Yes. I don't know the sound of the food that Roman is or is not eating. The can, I don't know verbatim can slash lines. rapper, exactly. Yeah, exactly." Now, Montez, so I, I, we're going to get your uh, picks at, or your, your rankings at the end of the lap, but it's safe to say number one above number two? Yeah, most definitely. Okay. We have two questions, though, to talk about this movie in particular, because we had last time, are you a Brian or a Dom? Are you a me or a Letty? What does food all over the place mean? Are you ready? There's one about this movie, and then there's one that's nothing to do with this movie that I hope you can answer, but I don't know if you can, but we'll, we'll find out. Are you ready for two very hard-hitting either-or questions? Ready as I'll ever be. Are you more, both new characters in this movie, are you more a Tej or a Roman? I can sort of see both. You're, you're, you're techie, but you're also kind of a, and I say this endearingly, kind of a loudmouth. <laughs> oh. I say it with love. You know I'm saying it with love, but you're kind of a loudmouth. Uh, I want to say I'm more of a Tej. Okay. Now this one is difficult because of geographically where you are. Neither of those, neither of these places are actually even near here either, where Joe and I live. You know, in the in the greater New York City area. But regionally speaking, there are two burger chains you've heard us oh, argue yeah. about over and over again. Are you more a fan of you had either or both of In and Out and or Whataburger? Do you have a preference between those two? Have you had either of them? Have you had both of them? Where do you stand on the great burger debate? 
I've had I'm both. Too fast, too forever. I've had both, and I want to say that I liked Whataburger, but hell yeah, Montez. No, you, she's, you're just she's placating Joey. That's fine. I mean, go ahead. That's totally fine. It was like <laughs> I want to yeah, say maybe I kind of like Whataburger better. No, okay. That, I yeah. almost when I was in Austin a couple of weeks ago, I we as my sister was driving me all around town, like I was a like she was my valet. Um, I was I almost took pictures of like every Whataburger. I'm just like, look, I'm I'm surrounded in heaven. But I I didn't even go there. I had other I had other business to take care of, like barbecue and breakfast burritos and stuff like that. But Amen. Tacos, torchies. Montez, is there like is is the cookout by you like that fast food sort of like you can get like a million pounds of food for twelve dollars? Is the cookout yeah. around there's, you? There's so many. Co- there's yeah. There's a cookout down the street. The line is usually wrapped around the building and out into. Is it good? I've never had it. Ugh. It's. I mean, it's. I think it's. I think it's interesting. It's good for fast food. Maybe is that safe to say? Their milkshakes are great. Okay. Do you have a favorite? Do you have a preferred regional sort of mid-Atlantic coastal fast food chain? Um, I mean, I like Five Guys. Is what? that that's like how, the worst? Is, is it, that though? Is that no, like I don't know. I Five Guys. I don't consider here. that fast food. That's not fast food. That's it's not like, fast food. Okay. No, it's like by the era. way, it's Five like Guys is casual. wildly expensive now. Oh, it's so expensive. It's been expensive forever. That's with my whole yeah. pitch the whole time. People would be like, "Oh, In and Out or Five Guys?" And it's like that's not a comparison because it's not, yeah. Five Guys is fifty times more expensive than it is, and like that's fine. Like, if you compare that to, like, a burger of a, the same price, but it's not the same price. It's, like, 20 bucks. It's insane. It's, I went there really for the first time in years. Like, for the first time, you know, basically, I think since the pandemic, like, I don't think I've gone. Because there's not one really super close to me. So, probably the first time in, like, two and a half or three years. Like, in the last month or so. And the yeah. little hamburger, which is, like, a regular hamburger, like, one yep. patty. One patty. And small fry was $13. So, I was like, what? Oh, okay. No drink. No drink. Yeah. Yeah. So Five Guys, you're up there. Is how how regional? I wonder. I'm gonna look that up. Five Guys locations. You you uh, you a fan of Sheets? No. You have Sheets by you though, right? I do. There's tons okay. of Sheets around here. Is Sheets uh, Montez? I got bad news for you. I think there's Five Guys in every state. Oh, damn. Yeah. There are 72 in Virginia though. There are 49 in New Jersey, and there are 23 in Connecticut. So there's yeah, this piece. There's this pizza place here. I don't know if it's regional or not. It's called Benny's. Scarpettas? I don't know that. That sounds Maybe. like a fake Italian name. That's hilarious. I yeah. love it. That's well, incredible. Each, like each one of them Chuck has e. a different last name. So it's like a Benny and then like a different last name. So like each, because I know they originated, I think, in Charlottesville. Okay. So it is imaginary Italian names. Okay. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Thank you. And it's I just was like on it. massive slices of pizza. And in order to get a box of the pizza out of the door, they have to open both of the double doors of the building to get it out. What? I don't even know if it would fit in my car. So you just get one piece of pizza? Is it very expensive? Uh, No, it's like $6 for a slice. But the slice is like the size of my face. Yeah, You know, if, if it's not good, at least it's big, right? At least you get a lot for oh, the Oh, here money. you go. You got Benny Macaroni's. Oh, yeah, yeah this is... Fu- I can't believe I nailed it on, like, just the, the you saying one of them. Yeah. I... I will say that I know that I lost my sister to Texas because when I was down there, she had pizza at two different places. I'm like, you can't stop ordering pizza. We're in Texas. Just get anything else. But, you know, she's a vegetarian and, and you know, between barbecue and stuff, maybe eating, you know, food in, in certain places is more difficult. So I get it. But also, like, stop ordering pizza. Come on. You know where pizza, you know where good pizza is. So I'm sure there's good pizza everywhere. It's just like it's not as ubiquitous as it is. Here. Well, there's no abits in, in, in there's Austin. There's definitely not. There's definitely, definitely not. So Montez, too fast, 
too furious. Let's kick things off. What do you hate about it? Tell me what you hate. No, no, What's before it? we get there, okay. before we get there, we need to do the most dumb moment. We can't forget this. Uh, okay, I, I got it. I have two, by the way. Ideally, so. something in the movie. I have something <laughs> specifically in the movie this time. Not something that I contrived from context clues that happened not on film. Montez, I will say that Joe's defense, and we caught this on air, this is in the episode that we talked about, you know, a couple weeks ago or whatever, maybe last week, I don't remember what it is, because it's literally in one ear, not the other, in my mouth and whatever. Uh, He said, it was in defense of you. He's like, when we have the guest, I want to make sure I don't take theirs. I'm like, well, that's why we let the guest go first. He's like, all right, that's fair. So he he had it like, his in his heart, he was doing something under the radar because yes. he wanted to make sure he didn't steal your thunder, but he went so far under the radar that I made that it up. It, the, it was no longer on the radar. Yes. You know what? But I appreciate that. That was a deep cut, and I really appreciate that. You really used some uh, analytical skills there. Thank really, you. Really dove in, used your imagination, loved it. Thank you. Thank you. So this is, as you know, Montez, the only movie that really, well, until we get to Hobbs and Shaw, that has no. Dominic Toretto has no Vin Diesel at all. He's in one scene, one moment of Tokyo Drift at the very end. That's not a spoiler. You've seen that movie. But this is the first one and one of only two, aside from the spinoff, Hobbs and Shaw, where there is no Dom. So the most Dom moment is something else another character does. So in your mind, while watching Too Fast, Too Furious with your cousin, making fun of it, hate watching it, all the terrible emotions, what were you like? This is the most Dom moment. This is the thing that most represents Dominic Toretto in this movie. Brian playing chicken. Oh. Okay. 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 And then... Just uh, aggro is what you're seeing as Dom right now. Yeah. Okay. I wrote down a second one, too. Send it. If you're on this wavelength, I don't think you're going to get to mine, so go for it. When he rams the boat. When he jumps onto the boat? Yeah, yeah. The action of doing that is, like, very Dom to... So you just, like, imagine Dom as, like, just car stunt driver right now yeah okay because i haven't gotten into the family yet right that's i I get it that's what i'm that's what i'm trying to decipher here that's it's like an interesting perspective it's no it's okay it's just like all of my like most dumb moments when i was thinking about this have nothing to do with cars which is really weird yeah that's fair like it's like i just like i have a completely different perception of dom but i mean like you know the movies go along you haven't seen the rest of them and right it's just a little different so I have a pretty hot take about this movie and the most Dom moment that I'm going to save for after you went. So I, I like Montez. I like your two picks. I think they're both interesting. I think they're both kind of alpha moves in yeah. a sense, right? Like they're, you know, Joe was saying that they're car moves, but they're kind of like alpha, like look how machismo I am. Yes. But Joe, what's your pick? You said you, you have one or what was your, you had one. Well, how'd you describe it when you were teasing it? I know. I said. I just said that. Like, I just have a completely different perspective. So oh, mine yes, are a yes, little yes, bit okay. different. Um, I was thinking my most dom moment in this movie. I also was, uh, before you. I want. I want to preface this that I think we might completely agree on a thing that I'm about to say. I don't know. I'm. I'm curious to see if it's the same. Okay. If we have the same perspective, the same take. But yes, please go ahead. M- mine was uh, after the the jet ski race when. Brian says, Tej, can Roman stay with you? And he's like, well, what's wrong with staying with you? Like, can he have the cot? And he's like, well, what's wrong with staying with you? And he's like, you got bad habits. But Tej letting a bro of a bro stay inside his garage mm, mm. seemed like the most dom moment to me. Like, I trust you by association. 
if you're family, he's family, and also opening your house to him, well, like, garage, to stay there, I think is, like, the most Dom moment in my eyes. That's powerful. Yeah, that that's what I was that's what I was sensing. Did, what were you what were you thinking? No, I think it's totally so here as I was watching this, I okay. was specifically watching this movie this time for this thing because we have spent the last year and a half or so on a weekly basis. Now we're now we're less often than that on this, but like on a weekly basis thinking about this movie in too much detail. And I've never really thought about it from the perspective of this particular lap of the most dom moment. And I'm watching this movie and I'm watching this movie and I'm watching this movie. And I'm like, I don't think there's a Dom moment. I don't think there's a Dom character. I don't think any... I think by design or by accident or just by lack of Vin Diesel, so much of this movie is so in your face and so, like, I'm going to get by on, like, excitement and, you know, whatever, that it's it's the cool... You know, like, we talk about Dom's cool secret, which is a different thing altogether, but, like, Dom is, like, cool under pressure and all these people are just, like... I'm neon, look at my house, look at my car, look at my this. Like, I'm all just, like, flashing. I'm just like, I don't think any of these people are dumb. And I'm struggling, and I'm like, I don't know what to do. And then we okay. get to the, the police warehouse, and Monica comes out of the truck, and she's all business. I'm like, Monica's our dumb. The only character in the entire movie that I think is dumb is Monica Fuentes. But she's a I cop. Think, she moans like a cop. I don't think, I don't think it matters. I think it's her, we have a job to do. We're gonna get the job done. I'm gonna ride or die for the people I'm I'm close to. I'm gonna I'm gonna get by however it happens. Her jumping out of the truck, all business, and then both of you girlies shut up, which is a kind of a dumb line. I yeah. can kind of hear Dom saying that too. I think there's no one in this movie close to Dom other than Monica. I do like your Tej moment. I do like the Montez, you know, aggro, manly car moments. To me, it's it's Monica or bust. I think she's the most Dom moment. I think there's a quiet confidence. To Monica Fuentes. I, that's, I, I get it. I can see it. I I understand it. It's not Ryan a is not bad dumb. pick. Ryan, Ryan is, definitely, is not, definitely not dumb. No, no, no. None of the. I think that you're lost in the sauce a little bit here. That no, I don't. Deep. I don't think I am though. I uh, I know you don't. That's why you said it. But <laughs> I think you're lost in the sauce in the sense that like, you know so much about the the characters that exist. There's not too many other characters in this movie. That you, that you can't see Dom in the other characters. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Trees for the Forest type thing. I was specifically trying to compare this to Dom from the first movie. Of Dom, like, I don't want to deal with this. Of Dom in the office doing tax returns or whatever. Okay. And Mia's like, take care of this shit, Dom. And he's like, I have to go do something. Like, okay. Monica's like, we have a job to do. I'm not thinking about Dom jumping across bridges, jumping from building to building, picking yeah. up a car. I'm not thinking about that, Dom. I'm thinking about specifically Dom from the first movie, trying to keep everybody even keeled. Fair. I get that. Yeah. Again, my perspective is much different. I have like a very global overview. You're of... thinking global and I'm acting local. Exactly. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> and that's fine. And no, but I do, I do see some, I see some of it. Mostly like for me, it's, it's a lot of Monica, kind of being in a position of power and being the flirty one with Brian is kind of the dumb qualities that I see in it. Cause she's like close to Brian and flirty with him, And like, also the main love interest and Dom kind of feels like all of those things all at once too. So the most Dom moment is that a character in this movie falls in love with Brian. 
Tell me yeah. I'm wrong. Are you going to tell me I'm wrong? No. I do think that the other, the only other moment that I wrote down, well, I wrote down two. Okay. One I wasn't sure about, but one was the stare and drive. I think Brian doing the stare and drive feels like a dom, a quiet confidence kind of thing. Yes, fair, 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 fair. And I also think at the end, maybe, maybe Roman turning over bags four, five, and six of the money. Because I think that's sort of like the keep your car, the respect is enough for me. Just like, hey, you held up your end of the bargain. Here's the money. But they still steal some of the money. So. Oh, yeah. I'm, that's that's also maybe a little. He's also a criminal. Like, we know he's a criminal, right? Yeah, but, yeah. But I wasn't as sure about that. But I do think that the most Dom character, compared to the first Dom, the only one that we've seen, I think, is Monica. You make a decent case. I Final just... answer. Sticking by it. But Montez. That's not a moment either. Can I just, like, give you bullshit about, like, I got, oh, I made up a moment that wasn't in the movie. And you're like, the most moment is just Monica existing. And, like, no, I said not... her jumping out of the truck. All business. <laughs> and both you girlies shut up. I said two specific, <laughs> hyper-specific examples. Yeah, but but overall, your answer is Monica exists No, the, 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 my, num- my overall answer is her jumping out of the box truck in the warehouse when they give the cars. When they deliver the cars, that's okay. the most Dom moment. Okay. The She's most Dom character... It's Monica. That's not the question. Fair. Okay. Joe, you're not going to win this argument. I just wanted to give you shit just for no reason because I just thought I found it funny to me, but that's, that's what I was doing. Montez, hate watching this movie. Hit yeah. us with it. Before we get into what you hate about it, are there things about this movie that you like? I, uh, the only thing I wrote down underneath love was Hoasis. Wait, do you, have, you, you, do you separate your notes from love and hate? So I have four sections, love, hate, what? most dom moment, and my other thoughts. I love that. Oh, okay. Okay. Is it, did you, did you draw a line between, did you segregate them? I sure did. I'll send you guys a picture later. Oh, please. thank you. Yeah, please. Yeah, I put hoasis. The, the word or the, the idea the word? or which? <laughs> the word. <laughs> okay. That's that was, is pretty good. I, I was several glasses of wine deep at this point when but, I started to watch this movie. And that's literally all I wrote down. So when I when I was watching the movie this time, I also gave a slight giggle at Oasis again. It, like it got me this time as well. So I agree. Yeah. How big is your hate list? <laughs> no. Yeah. How yeah? How long? How many things are in your hate list? Two. Okay. Oh, cool. Hit us with it. Number one. What's the thing you hate? What's the first thing you wrote down? You're like I can't. I can't. I can't, I literally can't even. In all capital letters, with yeah. a bullet, Roman Pierce. Just wow. Roman in general. Just Roman in general. I cannot stand uh, his character. Now, knowing you've seen other movies, is he a character that at all grows on you, or no. is he one that you always hate? Always hate him. Why do you find him so grating? What's what? What is I, I it specifically? Know, can I, you can you narrow it down for us? Or is he's it just always like eating. That yeah. that freaks like, you out. Yeah, I don't. I don't like. I have this thing. I can't stand hearing people chew. Okay, watch, that I get. Watching people eat, like. I just don't like it. <laughs> so he's constantly eating, so I don't like him. Mukbangs, not Montez. We're never going to get a Montez mukbang unicorn dreamings. Nope. Okay. Now, I say that I don't like him in other movies, but I don't remember the other ones as much, so I'm just going to go into these as like, yeah, I've seen them before, but I don't remember much about them. Okay. I'd say maybe he, I don't dislike him as much moving forward, but... Um, in this movie, and I can remember when I first saw this movie as well, I really did not like his character. It really irked me that his whole persona was was around the fact that he was hungry, which also I understand 
is his persona because he was I mean, in they prison. do explain it. To the movie's yeah. credit, they explain why that's the case. Yes, yes. And, you know, obviously the first time I watched this, I didn't pick up on that. But I did pick up on that this time. And I'm like, okay, well, that makes sense. But they didn't need to keep doing it for the whole movie. Like, I think if we could have done it for a little bit and then, like, moved on. Okay. Do you do you like Ocean's Eleven? Uh, wait, which one's the good one? The first one. Well, ele- uh, okay. Well, eleven is great. Original. Twelve is great. Thirteen is okay. Okay. I think widely people do not like twelve, but I think twelve deserves a reevaluation. Either way, in the first one, Brad Pitt's character is essentially doing Roman the whole time. Yeah, Roman is doing Rusty from yes Ocean's Eleven, always eating things. Do you hate Brad Pitt too? Is what I'm trying to ask here. You know, now I'm gonna have to go back and watch that movie and see. Do you know that Brad Pitt is now dating Emily Ratajkowski? That feels wildly different in age, and I don't like it. They're both parents, man. It's also not confirmed, but the rumor has it that they are dating. I did okay. see that. Montez, is there anything about Roman that you do like? Uh, in this movie in particular, let's not let's let's put out of our minds any memories you have of future movies. Anything in this movie in particular that you like? Because there's a there's a lot of Roman in this movie. There's a lot of Roman in this movie. Now I'm gonna say this, and again, okay. I don't really remember <laughs> because I was. A few glasses deep at this point. I feel like I feel like what? Oh well, let me get to my other hate thing first, and then I'll then I'll go back to this. Okay. They said "bruh" and "bro" way too many times in this movie. Like I want to. I also want to go back and count how many times they say it. Well, what about what about "cuh"? You you were with your "cuh," Cuh, bruh. Forget about Uh, a "cuh." Yeah. Well, okay. So there's also that, but they say bro, they say bro and bro way too much. I say bro, I don't say bro that much. Bro, have bro. you ever seen Boiler Room? <laughs> <sighs> that was a joke for Brian late night slumber party, Rodriguez. He doesn't listen to this. No, he doesn't. But it was a joke for him. We just did an episode on Boiler Room, and and it feels like a very broy movie. So you saying that just made me think of that. Yeah, they say the word bro a lot. But yeah, I mean, our our episode, our most recent episode, our first Life in the Fast Lane was titled a quote, I was made for this, bruh. bruh. So it's it's there. We know it's there. It's all over the place. It's, br- it's bro all over the place. <laughs> bro all over the place. But I think it also feels of the time, like, that's just like... Yes. It was very early thousands. Yes, exactly. Like, I'm sure if we watched any MTV Spring Break clips from the thing with, like, VJs and shit, they w- it would sound the exact same, so... Yes, Absolutely. So you don't like Rome and you don't like bruh. Yeah. And maybe it's because I was just like hyper focused on those things. I think one of the things I do enjoy about Roman, like as the movie continues, is that mm-hmm. um, he does have the ability to like forgive Brian for what happened. He doesn't need to forgive Brian, though, because it's but his in own his fault. mind, it's his own personal perception and perception is reality. So I feel like he, you know, gets over himself. Maybe that's more of it. He gets Montez. over himself on it. I think you just nailed the most Roman moment of this movie, <laughs> which is Roman forgiving Brian for something that Brian didn't do that Roman did to himself. Perfect. I think. Well, that I that's... think like, like this movie is therapy for Roman. I think that by, by he's he's being forced to confront his past by having this. He's he's using Brian as a scapegoat for his own actions, as you're saying. And Brian shows back up and just like, hey, man, I'm sorry. And just like, no, man, I'm sorry. Like, it's it's deep. He's like, you should be sorry because you wronged me that I did this. Yeah. Which I, which I really love. Now that I think about the twist of that, that makes me really, really happy and enjoy it much, much more. Thank you, Montez. 
<laughs> what about your fourth column, your other thoughts? Before Joe and I go into things or whatever, I want to hear, what's your what's your top other thoughts? Okay, my, my top other thought, obviously I watch a lot of uh, animated movies. Mm-hmm. Yes, makes sense. So my top other thought, and I only have three, was the movie Turbo. Which we've covered. Yes, we covered. And the, you know everybody's in it too, right? Like Michelle Rodriguez is a voice. Like Yeah. So the beginning of this movie reminds me of the beginning of Turbo. Yeah, the, the, like the neon-drenched, neon-soaked aesthetic, just yeah. like the car thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Especially the title. And then um, in the beginning, everyone's outfits, including their crew, all match the color of the car. Yeah, what do you think of Suki and her crew? I mean, she's fine. Does she come? She comes back, right? No. No? No. Never. Well, then that makes me sad. I actually yeah, she's don't her. Yeah, she was cool. Um, but yeah, like Slapjack, Orange Julius. Yeah, yeah. Suki, they all match their cars. They all Everybody have like a, a, a governing design aesthetic. It felt very Gran Turismo-ish. Sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. And then the other thing I wrote down was uh, about Cars 3. Okay. And the Crazy 8s. So like when they're doing, that's that's Roman. So Roman, when he is doing his, uh, when we first see Roman and he's racing or whatever the hell you want to call it. Isn't he like on dirt? Track? Oh, the Demolition Derby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So... That's what they do in Cars 3. They do a demolition derby. I, I've only seen Cars 3 once. Yeah, in I don't theaters. remember it. That's why I needed help. That's why I'm like oh, yeah, trying yeah. to piece together. Like, yes. Well, what's they going do on. a demolition derby in Cars 3. Yes. Okay. okay. Yep. That makes sense. So this movie is Turbo plus Cars 3, yeah. but annoying in your mind. Yeah. So it's With got too the, much vi- food. the Cars 2 vibe. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what uh, animated movie I'm going to equate the next one to, but I'm going to try and keep this theme going. It oh, actually, speaking. On this topic, you said, did you watch this? No, you watched this with your cousins. Your your little guys didn't get to see any of this movie. No, but I'm going to wa- make sure that I watch Tokyo Drift with him. Now, does your... Well, we're not doing Tokyo Drift next, remember. We're doing... Oh, yeah, that's right. No, but I will next. make sure that I watch that with him. Because cool. he's very into drifting cars. He actually mm, was playing yes. cars earlier on the counter and uh, was had another car chasing a car. And he was just going, serpentine, serpentine. Why and does he use that word? Cars. He was cars, cars uses that word. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. That's weird. Sorry, I, I'm just, I'm just trying to keep on <laughs> keep on track here. Keep on now, these Montez, cars when you cuts. when you watch this with Mike, did Mike also hate this movie? Yeah, he also doesn't really particularly like this one. I think this okay. is this is low on the list. But he likes the franchise overall. Oh, he loves the franchise. Now, when you guys watch movies together, I think you 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 generally watch trash like uh, yeah. oh, yeah. Velocipaster and stuff oh, like that. Yes. Yes. Are you are are there movies that you two watch that one of you is like no I think this is great and the other one's like what are you what are you insane are there ones that you are like wildly divergent on your takes or are you both always on the same page like this sucks but we're enjoying it uh we're both usually pretty much on the same page unlike me and you Joey well that's what's weird like Joe and I, Joe is just like Joe's opinion on a lot of movies is like I want to tiptoe because I don't want to offend Joey and I don't want to say that this movie was boring but like what like that's I feel like that's sometimes what he gets. Um, which what? is, you know, no, 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 no. Like I, I, there's, there's a lot of mediocrity in my life. Like something needs to stand out sure. to, to have like a strong opinion one way or another. So like the, if there's a movie that you like that I hate, come on, La La Land. Like I will well, yes, shit all sure. over this movie. It sucks. But it at the not, same, but yeah, I get it. A lot of times, like when we're watching something together, I, 
I respect your opinion. I respect our guest's opinion. And if you guys are like, this movie was great, and I'm feeling the other way, I'm like, what did I miss, right? So it's not I so much I like, like I don't want to like offend you guys or anything. I'm just like, I'm now curious, like, what what am I not grasping here that you guys found so awesome? And maybe I'll change my mind. Sometimes sure. you do. A lot of times you guys do. But a lot of times I'm like, eh, I still don't know how I feel about that. Maybe I'll watch it again sometime and figure that it out. That is literally the whole explanation of why I'm on this podcast. What? The fact that I listened to you guys talk about these movies so much and I didn't like them and I'm willing to watch them again. That's yeah. awesome. And that's that's all we want and that's I think that's what the franchise wants too, man. Like it's just like there's there is something for everyone. Like you can hate Roman eating, you can hate his character, you can not like this movie. But there's going to be something in here that you're like, "Okay, you laughed at Oasis, right? So we got you there." And yeah. like, if we can, we'll keep doing that, and you'll keep digging, and then you'll like watch some of the other ones, and you'll be like, "Oh, okay, I really like that." And then you'll go back and be like, "Okay, Romans maybe not that bad, or something." You know, like that's how that's how it works, man. It's like it's Costan George Costanza, like it just grates on you, even if you don't like it, and you'll just eventually get to a point where you're like, "Okay, there's some stuff I like." Now, I will say about this movie, I felt as though they were trying to cram way too much into this movie. You think there's too much in this movie? I think there's too. I think they were trying to get way too deep with like the plot. And counterpoint: I think nothing happens in this movie. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I mean, nothing <laughs> nothing where does you go with this. Nothing. I think there's a lot of fluff. <laughs> yeah, there's there's like thirty happen. minutes of fluff in this movie. <laughs> yeah, there's a. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of uh, time when you could take a bathroom break and it, you wouldn't miss anything. No. Mm-hmm. I will say, and I think I might have said this before, like a, a while ago, but like if I'm watching this uh, and I leave the room to like bring dishes into the kitchen or go to the bathroom, I will pause the movie. I don't need to. Uh, I've seen all of these movies at least twelve times now, but for some reason, I still like. No, I need. I need to know what happens Specifically next. Specifically, this one or all of them? All the Fast and Furious. I mean, like, a, like okay. a, a pit stop movie. I will always just like I will treat like a normal movie because like, we're not watching like twelve times or whatever. But these, I'm just like, no, I I, I need to watch them all. I, I don't I don't know why. For me, these early ones, like I can put them on and just like totally walk into. I mean, my kitchen's not far, and I can obviously still hear everything. But like, I can walk into and out of the kitchen because like I pretty much have the script tattooed in my brain, right? Yes. So yeah. mm-hmm. for me, I just like. No, like, I I do too, and I don't know why. I don't know why I do this. <laughs> but I do this. I respect it, man. It's dedication. I love it. The reason I was saying before about you and Mike watching things is because when uh, Joe and I have done a lot of podcasts together, but me and Mike Manzi have done even more, and it surprises yeah. me how few movies we are different on. Like, there's movies that like we're like, oh, I don't know, and like we almost wind up in exactly the same place. Just it's 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 crazy. So me I was and wondering, you? you and I, You'd like, no, us. no, no, you and you and I have wildly different tastes on many many movies. Yes, I'm saying That's me and I Mike thought. are just like. Like, there are, there are maybe five movies that we've ever done, like, across, like, you know, ten shows where we're, like, wildly different in, like, he hated the thing that I loved or I loved the thing that he hated or, you know, whatever. Like, one of those kind of – you and I are just like, no, you're, you're going to watch a Hallmark movie. You're going to make me suffer through a Hallmark movie. You're going to love every minute of it. Like, there's things that we've and not, done. And not because I love making you suffer through it because – No, like, you just I'm, genuinely love it. Yeah. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. So like yeah, there's there's things that you know we are we are definitely I think that's why the this work like why people enjoy it because just like I don't understand how one of their like I don't I, I don't agree with them at all I don't think any of their points are valid either one of us right um, yes. and I think that's why that's good like I, and I'm not saying that me and Mike don't it's not it's bad because of that but it's just like we're so similar so I was wondering 
when you're watching these movies, whether it's a trashy horror movie or one of these Fast and Furious movies or whatever, if you are largely in agreement or, like, if you are biasing one another in a way that, like, you're like, oh, I kind of like this, and he's, like, ragging, and you're like, oh, no, it actually kind of sucks or whatever. Like, I'm wondering what the dynamic Influence. is. Influence, yeah. Yes. No, I mean, we generally... We generally like the same thing. Um, I'm trying to think of if there's ever been an instance where we don't necessarily like the same movie. Can't necessarily think of one. I mean, granted, if I think a movie's terrible, I'll just laugh the whole time. Sure. Okay. Which, I mean, you know, that might influence him to, to laugh. And then, you know, maybe he wasn't having a good time and we're watching it and I'm laughing. And then he's like, oh, okay, well, now I can see where this is kind of funny, but. Yeah, I feel like that's the the risk reward of watching anything with people, either people you know or in public, where it's like I you know, I watch most things by myself and I'm just like, okay, like I have a pretty good sense of how I feel about okay. this. That's true. But then if yeah. if I'm in a theater, like I saw knives out in a theater where everyone in my crowd is laughing at everything Chris Evans says, and I'm like, they're not jokes. They're not even meant to be jokes. Why are you laughing? <laughs> like so he's you know, some of them are jokes, whatever, some of it's funny, but like they're laughing at everything and I'm like, what? And so like it made me angrier. You know what? Like I did, I didn't hate that movie, but I didn't like that movie. But then you watch a thing, you're like, I don't know. And then like people are having a good time. You're like, oh, maybe I'm, maybe I actually am. Maybe I could be having a good time. I don't know. So this just, reminds I'm, me. I'm curious about the dynamic. Yeah. This reminds me of the time that I um took my mom and sister to go see snakes on a plane, and neither was very excited that I picked snakes on a plane for the movie to go see, and the theater was just so raucous of just like. A bunch of college students that were very excited to see the movie and like they were like cheering and stuff like that and they left and they were like okay that was a blast right like the influence of the outside sure. watching it in the community they were like okay that was fun like the movie's stupid sure like but it's like not something that they would have enjoyed if i put it on tv at home but like in a crowd that's having fun they were like okay i think it's all about like where you watch it like i think yep I'm on, like i i'm i'm, I'm wondering if you would have uh if you would have liked it more or less or about the same, I mean, you'd seen it before, so it's not like a brand new, like it's hard to do an experiment like that or whatever, but. Um, I liked yeah. this more being able to watch this with him, knowing Good. how, okay, like, cool. how much he likes a franchise. I think that helped. Like I had more fun watching the movie this go around. Cool. So like I jokingly say I hate watched it. I didn't. But you actually love watched it. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, cool. Uh, do you have other thoughts in your other thoughts column? Uh, No, that was it. So one thing you will you might already know or we, you will discover as this goes on is that one of the hallmarks of these movies is that they rewrite their own history to make a thing later in the later in another movie make sense, right? Like they will time shift. Few things. They'll say that character is dead. That character's not dead. That character's never been dead. That character's always been dead. <laughs> it's a very yes. like you know soap opera thing, and I feel like. The first time we see in this movie, the first time, and it's not exactly that, but what? it's similar. And I think the first example of this in this franchise is that bridge scene that you were talking about before, Joe. Okay. Where they explain why Brian lets Dom go. Because in the first one, we just, oh, because they're in love. But now they're like, no, no, no. It's not because they're in love. It's because Brian felt guilt about this character who did not exist when the oh. first movie came out. And it's not as extreme as no. the later movies will rewrite things. But I do think it's like a, hey, let us re-explain or change the explanation or elaborate or whatever on this action from the last movie to give this movie a little bit more context. And I think I'm just like, oh, okay. I don't know if that's good or bad, but it's something the movies will do good. a lot. 
And this, I think, is the first example of it. I think that you're right. I mean, obviously, it, ha- it would have to be in this movie if, if they're, you know, like, and anything happens earlier or after this. I don't really think that it ever happens in Tokyo Drift. So, yeah, I think that this is a, that's a really good example. We haven't, like, we talked about that scene and the context and it providing context to the last movie, but you're right. It, in the rewriting history kind of expansion on something that happened that we didn't really need an expansion of yeah i can see it i agree with that yeah it almost can't happen in tokyo drift because they're all new characters like there's no history to rewrite i mean it happens yeah you're right extremely to tokyo drift yes but nothing actually in tokyo drift unless there's a line that we're forgetting about when dom is at the end but i don't even think that like he's just talking about han like it's it's again a character that you just learned about yeah exactly um, my other thing, and this is what I was, Montez, I messaged Joe, we were talking about, I think, baseball, and I'm like, I just had a revelation. And you're like, how are those two things together? I'm like, oh, they're not. They're just totally different thoughts. Yes, I'm watching yeah, yeah. Right now. <laughs> yeah, he sends two messages, and yeah. I'm like, what are you talking about? Okay. It was the right response. I'm just like, no, I'm, you got to keep up. I didn't tell you I was changing subjects, but I'm changing subjects, and I and have it was a like, great thing I want to share It was share like, tonight. message, 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 and there's mm-hmm. two thoughts in three messages that came one, two, three. I was yep. like, okay, there we Keep go. up, man. Keep Here up. We go. So, Monta's one thing you might remember from past episodes of the show, or you might just know about movies in general, is that PG-13 movies, which all of these are, get one use of the word fuck. Yep. And it can't be a sexual thing. It has to be, you know, like, like a, oh, an fuck. anger or whatever. Yes. Yeah. So we always like to talk about who gets the fuck, characters who get the fuck, whatever. In this movie, we have talked about, do either of you remember who gets it or who almost gets it? And there's a big hint. Who almost gets the fuck in this movie? I remember talking about it at one point, but I don't. I can't think of it off the top of my head. Montez, you were wines deep weeks ago. Do you remember who says fuck in this movie? No, and I'm pretty sure that I called it out when it happened, but I didn't write it down. So in the rat bucket scene? Yes. I remember now. Yes, yes. Carter Verone with the blowtorch says, I will burn your fucking eyes out. But in the movie, he actually says, I'll burn your eyes out. Like he censors himself. Yes, yes. I remember now. This time I was watching with subtitles, as I do sometimes, just to mix it up, keep things fresh. Okay. And the subtitles have, quote, I'll burn your fucking eyes out. So he doesn't say it, but the subtitles do. They give him credit for it? They do. If I could read, I would be really mad right now. It's also not verbatim. Like, we've talked a lot. Remember when we were doing the yeah. minute by minute? Like, let's kick it a nickel. 35 large, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. They say 35 large. The subtitles say dollar sign three comma five zero zero. It's like, that's not what he said. He said 35 large. Yes. I know that he's implying $3,500 in a weird way. Yeah. But the subtitles are just like, they're, you know, they're, they're loose cannons. They can be whatever they want. Exactly. Uh, but I do, I thought it was funny that the movie actually doesn't have fuck but the subtitles give it you know one, what so. you know what i really enjoy there was somebody that was sitting at their desk and they're mm-hmm. like okay you know what you're gonna be in charge of doing the subtitles and they just totally mailed their fucking job in okay thinking that like who's gonna watch too fast with subtitles on and and care that it doesn't match what the movie is so they're just fucking typing not paying attention uh and I enjoy that. That makes me really happy. I want to high-five that person that you did the bare minimum, and I respect it. I hope you got paid handsomely for doing that. 
because that's the whole like subs versus dubs thing where like it's one is maybe a better translation one's not one's a different feel one's not even yes. neither of those might be accurate you might have to like listen to the original language or whatever there's yes. like oh there's not actually translation but here they're speaking english it's written in english and it's just not even right so yeah i love it wild it makes me really happy actually that's awesome I want a job as somebody who writes subtitles. I'll put like little Easter egg jokes in there for myself all the time. People will be watching this, they be like, wow, that's not what they said at all. I've maybe mentioned this before, but Montez, one time when I was driving down to visit our friend in Virginia, I was listening to David Cross's I Drink for a Reason, the audiobook, which he narrates. And he would stop himself while narrating the audiobook. He's like, why are you listening to this? Are you really so lazy that you're not going to read a book? Like, I yes. read a book. You can read a book. And so there's things like that. Like, it's not the yes. subtle thing, but it's the, it's the little in-jokes. Like, I'm doing more work. Get with it, right? So. Yeah, I would love that. I have one more question. Please. On my notes. Okay. At the end of this movie, they get the six bags of money. They turn those all in. Pockets ain't empty because we ain't hungry, right? That whole thing. They have <laughs> yep, money. Yep, 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 yep. Ryan says to Roman... Hey, we should open a garage. He's like, how? And Brian goes, pockets ain't empty. He lifts it up and, you know, being hungry, whatever. Do you think they either, did, did they ever open a garage and it failed? Did they just go out and spend it on the on night on the town? What did they do with that money, do you think? Because there are years in between this and oh. four when we see Brian again. And this and five when we see Roman again. What did they do with the money? Did they open a garage? What do you guys think? I still want to know what the hell happened to the cafe. Toretto's Market and Cafe? We keep bringing in these franchises, these little one-off side hustles. Businesses. To, businesses. Okay. Everybody's trying to go straight, trying to open up a solid business. Okay. But they don't. Yeah, that's that's a good point. And I, I'm kind of following along the same wavelength with you, Montez, in the sense that, like, I definitely don't think Brian and Tej ever opened a garage. At the bare minimum, because I don't think their personalities could handle running a business together. No, no. Also, the Buster, I know the Buster becomes a gearhead. The Buster is not a gearhead at this point in time. And we have no indication that Roman knows anything about cars. He just, like, he has the demolition derby car. Yeah, like... We can kind of assume maybe, but at the same time, it's like, really? Like, it's, I don't know. So. I think, I think what that last line in, indicates is like, you and me, Joe, we're both car guys. We go to the movies together. We're best friends. We love cars. We love car movies. And they pull off the heist. They get the money. They walk away, whatever. And they're like, they're basically saying to the crowd, like, wouldn't it be awesome to open a buddy, a garage with your buddy? And it's like, well, yeah, but like, that's not these characters. Like, these characters would be like, you know, let's go out, you know, that, that ratchet Tanya or whatever, right? Yeah, I, and I think that in reality what happened was, like, they said that, that's like a old, cool, little wholesome moment, and then they went straight to South Beach, and Roman blew all of his money immediately. Yeah, they they went, they went found their own oasis. Yeah, they, yes. they went to some nightclub, he bought bottles, they had a great night, and that was like, they were like, oh, cool, we have like 200 bucks the next day. You know what I mean? Like, that's what it feels like to me. Because, like, in Fast Five... You know, they're like, what do you do with the money? Like, I'm going to open a garage. Like, you want a day job? Like, Roman's giving Tez shit for, like, having a quote-unquote day job, right? Like, he's at he's $11 million. Here, he seems amped to open a garage with, with Brian. Like, he's just like, yeah, man, that's great. We both have money now. Like, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. So. Back when he was young and naive. I guess so. And wanted to have a day job. 
Joe, do you have any thoughts? Any other notes about Too Fast, Too Furious? No, I mixed all of mine in throughout. I definitely didn't, so I'm good. Well, then let us play this Ain't Note 10 Second Race, a.k.a. Boy Do We Have a Podcast for you. The story go on Twitter.com, a.k.a. The Bird app. Find tweets oh. from anybody we don't know, tweeting about these movies, these actors, whatever, and we respond to them from the Too Fast account with a customized message and saying, Boy, do we have a podcast for you. Boy, do we have a podcast for you. Come and check out our show. Yeah, yeah. Can I tell you the most Joe thing ever? You forgot to do it? No, not that I forgot to do it. I forgot this game existed. Oh, until right now. Sure. Okay. Because we, you know, we we've done been doing some Zephs in between. We've we're on our new timeline. I got to hear we're like five episodes deep, but not doing. Yeah, we've this. only done this game like 150 times. I know. Times. <laughs> I said it's the most Joe thing ever. It's, it has no explanation why I didn't remember it, but you just said I was like, "What the fuck is he talking about?" I was like, "Oh, okay." Well, that's why people listen. Yeah. So last episode, last time, I found Rudy at Covey's Burner. It's funny to think how much Snaffle paid for Brian to go get Mia a drink and come back with an iced tea in the Fast and the Furious. Then they responded, I have so many questions. What happened to Leon? Why did you just call Vince Coyote's RS? Like, what does that even mean? And we said, we missed Leon too. Another question, why does he call Vince Pumpkin? Boy, do we have a podcast for you. And Rudy, Kobe's burner, liked the tweet. So one point for me. Thank you for all your silent congratulations. I'm considering that a win. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man, I ain't cheering you on. It doesn't help me at all. Monica, you found Monica, fitting, at Pink Jackets. I'm a big enthusiast of the Fast and Furious franchise, but I was today years old when I watched the original Fast and Furious movie. We said we have a lot of questions. We'll start with... What movies you start with? Boy, do we have a podcast for you. We got a like, but from Michelle Farley, past guest of the show, Michelle Farley. So zero points to you, sir. Okay, that's fine. I'll take Montez, it. Montez, you found Brendan McAleer at Brendan underscore McAleer, and it's a picture of a Hot Wheels, the 99 Ford F-150 SVT Lightning, and says, no one likes the tuna here. And then the Bob man says, hey, man, he was in my face. And we said, boy, do we have a podcast for you? Parentheses, no crust. No, no points. So sorry. So, so, so sorry. That one would have been perfect. so bad last time. I didn't miss. Man, I'm on like a two-game win streak right now. (laughs) I am crushing it. Never been better. Never been more powerful. Playoff baseball. You're 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 locked in. I found one. I did my homework. If neither of you have one, I can go. Yeah, I was gonna do my homework and then the tiny. Oh damn it! I thought you. I was counting on you here, Montez. This is. I'm doing my homework right now. Okay. All right. Okay, I will go because I'm apparently the only person who remembered that this game exists because I'm the only one who cares. It's okay. I found Jimmy Hayden at or slash jhd slash jhp at hashtag underscore Hayden. Too fast. Too furious. Two colon. Carter Verone gets out of jail. And I'm going to say, Too Fast, Too Furious 2, colon, Suki comes back with a vengeance. Okay, okay. I like Boy, that. Boy, do we have a podcast for you. Boy, do we have a podcast for you. Okay, I like this one. I really, really like this one. I got a tweet, okay? Hit us with it, please. It's from at Star Wars polls underscore, replying to Star Wars only. Um, they asked, would a pod racing series work in Star Wars? Would that interest you? 
and somebody goes, I'm not a big fan of Fast and the Furious at all, but I'd pay a good lump sum to see Star Wars Tatooine Drift. And I want to say... Um, I, have a, I have a great one, but I want to hear what you ahead. have to say. Oh, I was going to say, well, Etion and the fucking... I don't know what the name of the building is called from the other thing, are the same place. So maybe you should give it a Jedi's try. Here... I like the end there. I think okay. the issue with that, they're not going to know who the fuck or what the fuck Etion is. <laughs> they said they're not a big fan of them, not that they haven't seen them. That's the I difference. don't think... I think okay, if you say you're ahead. not a big fan of Fast and Furious, you're not seeing Hobbs and Shaw. Give me, give, me the, give, me the first, give me some help on the first part, then. I think you should say... Okay. From episode one, The Phantom Menace, which is what they're talking about. Okay. Now, this is pod drifting. Oh, I like that. that yeah, that's good. Yeah. And then in parentheses, be like, and you should give the fa- the Fast and the Furious franchise a Jedi's try. Is a Jedi's try a real thing? No. I just made that up. What are you talking about? You, I feel like you're trying to pander to these people in languages they don't understand, but we'll go with it. <laughs> it works for the show. I'm just trying to keep pushing, <laughs> pushing my motives out there. Hopefully something sticks. We got a notification. Hold on, hold on. Is this somebody? Is this my person? No, T'Challa Stan liked the retweet. Okay. I also think it's funny, and we talk about this a lot, that like we'll find a tweet that has like two likes or one like, and we'll like it and retweet it, and then like our our listeners, our followers, give it like six or seven more likes. Like it basically goes from like a nothing tweet to like a not not a viral tweet, but like oh yeah. people care about this, and still people are like, nope, not gonna acknowledge that anything happened. It's like what. What? Yeah, they Come get, on. like, a reply to an old tweet, and then, like, a bunch of different likes, and then all of a sudden, they're, they're just like, yeah, fuck that person. Mm-hmm. I get it. Ma- make NASCAR great again. Somebody else who follows us uh, also liked the retweet. So this person better respond to my thing, acknowledge it, because we're making them go viral, sort of. Not really. Montez. I sent you, I sent you one on Twitter, and I did this because I completely disagree with this person, but, you know... It's just me. Okay. This person is replying to another tweet. Uberfax at Uberfax, who says, name a sequel better than the original. Too Fast, Too Furious, Home Alone 2, American Pie 2. All of these are the superior films in their franchises. I will not be taking questions at this time. I have so many questions. (laughs) Okay. Do we, do you, is that what you want us to say? That's yeah. perfect. I kind of like that. I have so many questions. Do you think this guy loves Trump? And because Trump is in Home Alone too, he's like, that's the better one. <laughs> that's his not out of the his possibility. Own. Oh, and, and he does say he tweets about politics. Yes, yes it's, a weird, it's time. a weird time. So no, so, I, I don't think he's a... He also responds that his own tweet, Montez. I want your take on this because you are a video game. Hashtag nerd alert. While not a film, Need for Speed Underground 2 is the best game in the entire franchise. Don't at me. <sighs> Did you play Need for Speeds? Yeah. Is 2 the best one? I feel like this guy needs to get out of his mom's basement. Oh. Well, we can't say that. I mean, we could say that, but uh, we shouldn't I, say that. I'm saying that. What should we say to this person? Because I feel like we would not say we have so many questions, but we could say something along those lines. Yeah. The second one out of all of them? Like, that's a lot of movies. Well, he's not saying it's the best. Oh, he does say superior films in there. And he's just saying it's better than the first one. He's not saying it's the best one. He's saying better than the first. 
Yeah, but he's Montez, saying... Montez, the, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw you a little bit of a bone here. Right, I gave Joe it. a slam dunk here. I'm okay. going to say, we also love Too Fast. What's your favorite in the franchise? Because if he responds, it's five points. That's, that's fair. And then in parentheses, what you said, also we have so many questions. Yes. I like that. I think that's good. I've not only not seen American Pie 2, I don't know if I've ever heard anybody talk about American Pie 2. I feel And I was like, on an episode oh. about American Pie where John probably explicitly, I, I just feel like it's not in my brain. Or like, I know that there's like American Wedding and like Girls Rule, the new one that Brian covered. What was, what was Ameri- American Wedding was three though, right? I think like, it was four. It was either three or four. I think three was American Wedding. I, I remember watching the first one like on loop. I'm sure that I've seen the second, but I also feel... Yeah, I don't remember it at all, like anything about it. So that know. tells you what I think about that movie. I'll do my homework for next time. Yeah, you got to remember. I mean, Joe's also got to remember. I think if Joe doesn't remember, you're not. It's not your fault. Like you, you no, know, you're, it wasn't. You're, no, it you're wasn't. par for the course with Joe. Yeah, that's. Uh, Listen, I mean, hey, it in happens. my defense, I didn't forget. I ran out of time. Well, okay. Montez, <laughs> you have nothing but time. That's true. True. So, well, Montez, what I can say is thank you for joining us once again. You two thank down. Thank you. You have eight to go plus 10, which will come out at the end of this lap. So you really got nine more to go. Perfect. But you are through, I would say, the worst of the 10 perfect movies. Great. And I don't even think it's bad. I think it's just like, it's it feels different from a lot of them. It's a different director. John Singleton's doing his own thing. Only different experience all, like, all in all. Yes, I get it. In Miami, which is its own thing, like Miami as a setting is its own thing. So, yeah. So now don't give us specifics. We will talk about that in three weeks. But you have seen Fast and Furious number four from 2009, correct? Yep. Cool. So we're going to do that next. Uh, hopefully you like that one more than this. I think you probably will. But that's another one that people are not crazy about. But the more, the same thing sort of with Joe, where he's like, you know, the, the, he, he liked this one a lot. The more I watch four, the more I like it. So hopefully you will like that one. Maybe not as much as the first, but, you know, hopefully you like four a lot. So we'll get to that yeah. in three weeks. All right. But do you have any other final thoughts? Anything you want to plug? Anything you want to share this episode with our listeners? No, I'm I'm still really boring. Uh, I do think they want to know what your kids think. So I think what you should do is you should put this on for your children and let them absorb the Roman Pierce of it all and see what they think. Maybe they'll come away saying, bruh, would you love your son saying, bruh? I mean, it'd probably be be funny for a while. I think Roman has very similar qualities that kids would enjoy as like Tater from Cars. Like, I think that he's just very approachable. So I Mater? Think Mater. 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 Sorry. Mater. Yeah. I do Mater. like Tater. Tater's a better name, but Mater is. He's Tell Mater. Get yeah, it? exactly. Yeah. So I think that that I'm guessing the children would really enjoy Roman and his kind of like slapstick kind of vibe. He is a cartoon character. He is right? more cartoony than anyone else in the franchise. By the way, Jason's fucking drawing, Jason Rainey's drawing. Oh, my God. Was fucking incredible. But Actually, that's I, a good question here, for you, Montez. Oh, my yeah. God. What's up? So there was a thing that went viral on Twitter a while ago. It might have gone viral on Reddit again recently or a while ago. I don't know. But Alex Ellen and one of our listeners, one of our patron supporters, sent in a thing that said, pick a movie. One character, one actor remains in it. Everyone else is a Muppet. And we were talking about in this movie. Before we get there, if you, had to, if you were <laughs> recasting an entire movie with Muppets and keeping one actor as the actor... 
So like, you know, for instance, like it's Paul Walker, but you know, Roman's a Muppet and Bilkins is a Muppet and whatever. Who in this movie would you cast? Who would you keep in the movie and everybody else is a puppet? Like who's your pick for this movie? Keeping them as a human. Um, the bad guy. What's his name? Carter Brown? Yes. Mm. Interesting. What do you think of him overall? I thought he was really boring. Okay. Do you watch Yellowstone? Yeah. Because he's on Yellowstone. Yes. So do you like him on Yellowstone? He's so much more of a badass in that show. Okay. Good to know. I feel like this guy, I feel like this Carter could not murder anyone if he needed to. Hmm. I feel like he would tell someone else to do it. It does feel like he has a lot of hangers on. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. He doesn't feel like he has a lot of follow through. He has the he is the torch though. Like he's the torch wielder in this situation, so I think any man that can wield a torch at some other man is threatening. You're talking blowtorch, you're not talking like a British flashlight. No, yeah, I'm, ta- <laughs> I'm, ta- I'm talking legitimate blowtorch, yes. Okay. Because um, we were talking about, I think it was either what Alex said or what we landed on. I think Alex said it, but we were saying Roman in this, and everybody else is a Muppet. And so Jason Rainey, who I did an amazing Roman thing this, for... You, you said Roman in this. I said it, but I think you said that maybe they, you guys said it in an email, too, that I didn't know about, but yes. Yeah, ahead. I think Alex said, I think he said Roman. I think he said always Roman. I think he said Vince yes. in the first movie, then every other Roman, and then yes. DK in three. Yeah. But Roman it seems like a, a great choice. I think also Carter Verone with Muppets is pretty good, too. But then Jason, who drew us an amazing thing for episode 250, which he jokingly was like, it's actually for 253 because they didn't get it done in time, which is even funnier. But he drew a drawing, which we quote tweeted, Montez, I don't know if you saw, of Roman wrestling with a Kermit. Muppet saying, Kermit. you fight like shit, you still fight like shit, which is really <laughs> funny. It was so amazing. I'm glad for like, yes, it, it was exactly what I was imagining. It made me laugh again, and I loved it and shared it and showed everyone I could that this thing was hilarious to me. So thank you, Jason. Yeah. So if you have not seen that, Alex, go check out our Twitter, because I don't know that Alex is on Twitter. He's on Instagram. I feel like, you know, we, we can't really post news to Instagram. Like, I also kind of don't want to. But like people like, you know, like friend of the show, Melissa Lynham, or Alex will send me news. I'm like, yeah, we've like, we... We did it on Twitter. Like I don't. I know it's like a different platform or whatever. Yes, but I, I yeah. wish that there was like kind of like we need like a we need like Signal or Telegram or something. We're just like Wolf. This Wolf. is the Too Fast News. Subscribe to this channel. Here's what we're talking about. Here's a drawing of Roman wrestling a Muppet. Um, but yeah, Alex, if you have not seen that yet, please go check out at Too Fast Too Forever on Twitter because Jason's God, it's it's so funny. It's just it's so funny. Yeah, it's really amazing. So thank you to Jason. Thank you to Montez. And for all things Too Fast. Oh wait, hold on. Next week, well, we are yeah. starting. There's two oh, franchises. I know, what, I know what we're doing. Okay. There's cool. two franchises yeah. that sum up Vin Diesel. Well, I guess now Marvel. We're not doing Marvel. We're not doing any Marvel this lap. Okay. I, I feel pretty confident saying that. I don't think we're doing any Marvel. Okay. But there are two franchises other than Fast and Furious that sum up Mr. Vin Diesel. We're doing both of them, obviously, in their entirety this lap. But next week, we are starting with one of them. We are starting with a movie called Triple X. Montez, have you seen Triple X? Sure have. I Do you never like Triple X? Because I never have either. Um, it's not bad. Do you okay. think we will like Triple X? Uh, I mean, it's in the Don't sense that... Don't tell us about it, just... It's in, I mean, like, it's enjoyable. Okay. If cool. you're not watching it for, like, something really deep and meaningful. Because I saw the third one in theaters and I loved it. Okay. The third one, I think, is crazy. I think the first one might be taking itself seriously. I don't know. Yeah, okay. it, the first one's fine. It's fine. But next week, we're going to do... Triple X. We are going to do this is again. We'll we'll talk about it then. A three episode 
three sort of location Mega crossover. crossover. The second one on our Patreon, because Vin Diesel, spoiler, not in the second one. And then the third one, there's only one place where third movies can live, and that's Third Time's Charm. With resident story Mike Manzi, that's absolutely true. He's going to be on all three episodes with us, but next week we've got Triple X. So for all things Too Fast, Too Forever, and Triple X, go to cageclub.me, facebook.com, slash Too Fast, Too Forever, or at Too Fast, Too Forever on Twitter and Instagram. Email us, family, at cageclub.me. Check out our Patreon page at TooFast2Forever.com and our store at TooFast2Forever.shop. Come back next week for Triple X. And again, go check out Jason Rainey's drawing of Roman Wrestling Kermit on Twitter. I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe Two. And that was Ms. Mon Gabriella Montez of Unicorn Musings. And we'll tell you all about it. We'll see you.